And welcome to a new episode of The Stack, your weekly news show uh, where we talk about all the recent news that happened in the previous week. We are here with the boys from the Unhinged Vibes podcast. I'm here with... What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coastal, a.k.a. Coast Dynasty, a.k.a. the Blizzard of the Coast. What's up, everybody? Beautiful. And we're also here with... It's your boy, Noslin 69ers. It's Noslin 69 ers How's it going, everybody? All right, we're doing good. And me, uh, one of your other hosts, Mr. Caramel Thunder, Caramel 2Ls. This week was a good week, very good week. Uh, we got to record our 50th episode, also the spoiler season for uh, someone's favorite set. Uh, has been going on this week, so it's been a very good week. So we're going to go through all of our news for this week, and then uh, we'll see where it takes us from there. But the topics that we're going to be talking about today are... The pre-con commanders that have been spoiled. The Uncharted trailer. Um, for the spoiler season of a Neon Dynasty, we're going to pick about one card each. And we're going to discuss it. Also, there's brand new news. I believe that came out today as of this recording of the James Gunn confirmed that the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, uh, the cast, is making their final appearance uh, for that uh, movie and then the brand new Halo TV series trailer came out today as well and oh my lord I'm glad it did because it's a good one it's a good one but anyways folks before we start boys how you doing today how you guys doing which one are you asking <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping so, both of you would go at the same time uh, how about you Nelson how about you first how you doing buddy how you doing I'm doing good man I'm, I'm uh Oh, did you say Nelson? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. It's all good. You go ahead, man. You go ahead. I said, I'm doing good. I mean, I, I love cutting Nelson off whenever he uh, least expected, I guess. My apologies, man. I'm kind of it's zoned right. out there. No, it's uh, it's been a good weekend so far. I'm excited about it. I'm seeing some of the, the trailers and uh, and catching up on some of the stuff that I've missed out on. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been exciting. All right. What about you, Nelson? How you doing, buddy? Ah, you know what? It's it's uh, been good. Uh, just um, recovering from our fiftieth uh, episode that took, uh, I think, what an hour extra. Yeah, it <laughs> but, was a uh, long episode, no, man. It was, it was, but it was a really good episode. But uh, no, just uh, actually had a weekend off. Went uh, actually bought a comic. Look at uh, a couple of cards. Picked up a couple of cards uh, this weekend. So mm-hmm. um, no, pretty productive on my end. Uh, just uh, waiting to get back to the office. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah, I saw the cards that you picked up. Very nice. Very Thank nice you. pick, Thank man. You. Also, the comic book was pretty good, too. Yeah. X-Men issue, like, right? Were, yes, number one. It's the one with the four covers that were the uh, uh, the flap. That's pretty cool. I was cool. telling my son that um, we should probably look at this because, you know, when X-Men comes out, you never know what this might be worth later on in the future. But Very true. And if it doesn't go up in value, you know what? It was a comic that I wanted to get. Uh, I did have one of the other... Uh, covers. It was the Magneto cover. I just don't know where it is, but this is the one cover I want to get. And you know what? Just by sheer luck, I found it at uh, the comic store we were at, so I bought it. Hey, that's awesome, man. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right. So uh, today's episode is going to be a uh, action-packed episode. We got uh, a lot of good topics that we can talk about. So let's just get right onto the stack, boys. You good? I'm yeah, good. Man. All let's right. Go. Let's do it. All right. Number one, uh, the precon commanders for Neon Dynasty have been spoiled. And uh, first off, they came out with some uh, blurry images, as always. You know, a good spoiler has to be shaky cam. It always has to be shaky cam. But they ended up being legit, very much legit. So um, starting off with um, the first one 
It is a one colorless white blue commander, and the other one is a two colorless red green commander. Now, mm-hmm. um, right out of the gate, boys, before we even do anything, who's buying these? Coastal, are you oh, buying both? Um, I'm on the fence. I'm on the, on the fence? fence with both. Um, the reason being is that uh, within our group, it seems like there's a lot of excitement for both of these. I, okay. The reason I'm on the fence has nothing to do with the cards themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them look strong. I'm actually a little more excited about the Gruul one than I am about the Azorius one, which is surprising. Wow. Um, because I'm not a Gruul guy. I don't have a Gruul deck. Um, but it just it, it seems like there's a lot of excitement behind both pre-cons to a point where I think we might have three or four of them already in the group. Okay. So... That's the only reason I'm on the fence. If I can find another sort of dedicated or uh, legendary creature within the the set itself, I may pivot to buying that and then just sort of fleshing out that deck immediately uh, versus going going with the pre-cons. But uh, it has nothing to do with the actual pre-cons and stuff. I think it's almost just the, the overabundance of excitement within our group for this set uh, has tempered me to be like, well, okay, I don't want to be the fourth guy who has this deck. So that's the only reason why. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. What about uh, you, Nelson? What about you, bud? Uh, you know what? I am probably going to buy the uh, the Gruul uh, precon deck. Uh, just seeing some of the spoilers for that uh, that particular precon deck has uh, really got me interested. Especially uh, one of the other legendary creatures that are on there, which we'll talk about later. That I'll bring up. Mm-hmm. But uh, just seeing um, what the abilities that they have, it's it's really interesting, and it's something that I'd probably enjoy playing against everybody. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, we should probably um, just say what the cards are for the main commander, and then uh, we can go on from there. So the uh, Azorius one is, if I pronounce anything wrong, make sure you correct me, because I'm probably going to pronounce all of it wrong. So um, Kotori, Pilot Prodigy, that's correct, right? Sounds right to me. Sounds right? Yeah. Okay, so it's a legendary creature, Moonfolk Pilot. Vehicles you control have crew two. At the beginning of, of combat on your turn, target artifact creature you control gains lifelike and vigilance until end of turn. It's a power toughness two four. That's pretty interesting. A um, moonfolk pilot. That is a uh, that's a that's a new creature type in my eyes. I think so. I don't think there are any moonfolk on Kaladesh. So that, yes, that 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 might be the first moonfolk pilot we've seen. Okay, so first off, right off the off the bat, this is going to be a vehicles deck. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, you can tell this is going to be a vehicles deck. Um, yeah. The card that was spoiled with it was the alternate commander, and it's a Shirokai Genesis Engine. It's a legendary artifact vehicle for two colorless white blue. For one and a tap, draw two cards, then discard a card. Create a 1 1 colorless pilot creature token with this creature cruise vehicles as though its power were two greater. And then it has crew eight. And then at the very bottom, it says this creature or this uh, card can be your commander. It's an 8-8. Eight eight. Mm. Okay, so what are your thoughts on this so far? Uh, let's go off with uh, you, um, Nazan. What are your thoughts on this deck so far? Because I know you're not interested in it or because you're getting the grill one, but what are your thoughts on this uh, vehicle um, deck? You know what? Uh, if you partner partner these two, to, well, not partner together, but um, if you run Katori as your main, I guess, uh, commander and have uh, Shikori out there, Shikori pretty much um, generates a pilot for every vehicle that you have on the floor or on, on the battlefield, pretty much, because all the all the uh, pilot tokens they crew as if they had power two or greater, 
or if they're, yeah, the power is to a greater. And then I believe Katori makes everyone. All I vehicles believe. with crew All two. Vehicles, yeah. Has crew two. So really it's, they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's a good deck. Uh, I wasn't one much for vehicles, but uh, you know, it does look like an interesting deck, especially like, you know, the big vehicles that are there. And plus um, you can have a target vehicle or artifact creature vehicle game or have, Life link and vigilance, so actually that's pretty good as well. Well, oh. yeah, okay, okay. What about you, Costa? What do you think about this one? I mean, it does definitely open up for anybody who's interested in in uh, in manning a, a vehicles deck. I know mm-hmm. that that was sort of where I was going with my Magda deck, which has yet to be built. Um, I really need to get on building that deck. It's been uh, it's been a work in progress for about six months now, and I just haven't gotten around to it. I'm excited about it. The one thing that I will say that makes me a little bit more excited about Katori than with Magda is the one thing that sort of drew me away from, man, I wish I could, uh, um, there's one card and it's a card I know you like, uh, Caramel, that mm-hmm. I'll now be able to use if I do run a Katori versus Magda and that's uh, Parhelion 2. Oh, yeah. That's, if nothing yeah. else, like I can't see this deck being, uh, I can't see vehicles being built in a way that would be ultra sort of oppressive mm-hmm. so if there's any way to build this um i need to see what the other 99 look i'm this is the one i'm leaning towards only so i could throw parhelion in there because i just i just want to play that that's fair right? that's I totally mean, fair 100 yeah, fair. it's i mean it's the home of Bo- it's the home of boros so it's mm-hmm. not exactly thematic but it looks like a beautiful been, ship right yeah. well it's been sitting in my binder for yeah. years now uh, so let's just let's get it out there and let's let's throw it in this deck. I can crew it with Katori and we're good to go. So that's that's my uh, excitement level for it. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. The only reason why I'm excited for this was because thinking about these cards, I'm like these would be great altar cards if Katori uh, I altered it as Picard and uh, the Genesis engine I altered it as the USS Enterprise. And then every other there ship, I can alter it into like another enterprise, into another yeah. uh, Federation ship or Klingon ship. Or if you want to go the Warhammer route, I could have Katori as one of the like Tau guys, and then the Genesis engine as like a huge battle suit or a Gundam. You know, like come on, like the alternate art for this deck would be amazing, right? If if you could alter all ninety nine cards, that'd be great. Absolutely, so good. It'll be interesting to see if we see something like that at the end of this year. With oh, the I guarantee. Commander set. I so, guarantee we'll see something because yeah. you know what? I'm willing to bet like like the 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 dreadnoughts and the Tau things. Those battle suits mm. will all be vehicles that you could probably crew or planeswalkers well, or it's something. It's not going to be four Space Marine decks. That that would just be dumb. No, so no, you got to put some Xenos in there. Yeah, so they'll reach out to to some of the other ones, and I think Tau vehicles is uh has got some potential there. Oh, yeah. Just the cool factor of it, of uh, having yep. mechs would be awesome. Okay, sure. now let's talk about the Gruul deck that you guys are interested in. So, um, Chisario? Chisario? Chisario, I think. Chisario, yeah, the Shattered Blade. This is a two-colorless red-green legendary creature snake samurai. Wicked creature type, by the way. Whenever an aura or equipment enters the battlefield under your control, create a 2-2 red spear creature token with menace. At the beginning of your end step, put a 1-1 counter on each modified creature you control. A modified creature is equipment, auras you control, and other counters are modifications. Wicked sweet right there. New keyword. Wicked sweet. So, 
Uh, we got some new things on this card, the new creature type, the new keyword called modifications or modified. Um, so this is going to be interesting. So what do you think this deck is going to focus on? Let's uh, start off with uh, you, Noslin. What is this deck going to focus on here? For this, I think, honestly, I think it might be, well, counters for sure, but um, heavily or like I think auras, especially I think there are a lot of auras that I know that are the ones that we don't play because they really, I don't know, don't really, I don't say don't have a place, but aren't as popular or, or aren't as, I guess, um, strong in, in the uh, format. But I think you'll see a lot of those come out, especially uh, with the uh, other commander with this deck. But mm-hmm. uh, I think you'll see a lot of auras and go wide, uh, go wide strategies. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, what about you? What do you think about this uh, deck? I'm thinking the same route. Um, like I said, I'm not super familiar with Gruel, which is one of the reasons why I kind of want to go this route. It's going to be something different. It's a nice low cost way to sort of get into a. Um, a style that is out of my comfort zone. Uh, I'm going to piggyback with Nelson. I think one of the reasons, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of this too, I don't have a lot of aura-centric decks just simply because removal is two for one, right? Like that's always a, a, a chief concern of me for me whenever we play aura, whenever I want to play auras. Um, but yeah, like playing around with the counters, playing around with, with modifying stuff, It's it looks interesting. And uh, Snake Samurai, man, you can't go wrong with that future type. Oh. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I'm I'm down to play Snake Samurai. That that that's cool to me. Um, yeah, and the thing the thing I especially like about these two commanders, and maybe I'm just not, maybe I'm not seeing the line, but they don't look super, um, super oppressive or super strong coming out of the gate. They're not like some of the precons we've seen lately. It's, it's not Lathril, right? Right? Because yeah. Lathril was just dumb strong right out of the gate, uh, like as if elves needed a strong another strong commander. So. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like it's they look like they're fun and they don't look over, overpowered, which which has me excited. Nice. I'm actually really excited about um, these two decks. Um, I don't know for a fact if I'm going to get any of them. If I am, it would be the Azorus one, only because mm-hmm. of the flavor I can put to it and whatever else, right? But um, this set overall has been very good. Um, I cannot wait till we go to the topic of us talking about this one spoiler card each. But um, overall, for these pre-con decks, I'm actually really impressed. Like you said, Coastal, nothing is like screaming overpowered. Um, I think both of these decks would be very good in any playgroup starting off. 100%. I think so. I hope so. And that's, mm-hmm. that's sort of uh, my, my path because we've already seen one stupid strong commander yeah. <laughs> in this set. So, yeah. Um, but so yeah. I guess we'll find out once we, uh, once we get to see the full deck list, actually. Once we get to see yeah. the full deck list... Yeah. I think uh, we'll be able to judge a little bit better. But right now, just from the commanders and alter, uh, alternate commanders, I think we're pre- on a pretty good pace. So I like yeah. that. So in my eyes, I think uh, this is going to uh, um, resolve. What about you guys? Coastal? Yeah, this resolves for me. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, this resolves. All right, perfect. So pre-cons are done. Moving on. We have the Uncharted trailer. This is the final trailer, I believe, correct? Yes. This is the is. final trailer. Now... We had a little bit of a talk before the show about um, can Tom Holland separate himself from being Spider-Man? Now, from this trailer, that is going to be my first question to you boys. 
do you see him as Spider-Man in this trailer or do you see him as Nathan Drake? I believe it's Nathan Drake, right? Nathan yes, Drake. Nathan Drake. Um, Coastal, what about you? Do you see him as Spider-Man or do you see him as actual Nathan Drake? Okay, so I'm going to preface this first of all by remember by reminding everyone that I'm the uh, the nerd who still hasn't watched any of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. So it'll be really easy for me to disassociate with him, disassociate him from Spider-Man, the character, because I've never seen him as Spider-Man, the character. Uh, the one thing is I also am not super familiar with Nathan Drake, the character, because I, as we've talked about before, am, a, am an Xbox guy. So I'm not super familiar with the Uncharted uh, franchise itself. I, I do own a Vita, so I have played a little bit of Uncharted on Vita. But um, like I said, I have no real connection to to. Uh, either Uncharted or to Tom Holland as Spider-Man. So I have no problem uh, disassociating uh, those those two from each other. I'm pumped to see uh, Marky Mark again. And uh, this looks like it's going to be a little bit more of an action comedy, something in the vein of uh, of an Indiana Jones for a new generation. And these always look fun. Uh, Indiana Jones was not something that was a big, uh, a big hook for me, but I did love the Mummy series, which is somewhere around uh, what this, what this looks like it's going to be. And I'm excited, man. I like, uh, I've always liked Tom Holland. I find him to be a, a charming young man. I think he, I, I was surprised when I heard that he was going to be Nathan Drake because I always thought Nathan Drake was a bit older yeah, than yeah. Tom Holland is. But um, uh, whatever the storyline says, I'm I'm good. Uh, video game movies don't have a great track record. So uh, this trailer looks like it's going to, it's hopefully going to break that, uh, break that streak. So that's, that's sort of my two pieces on the, uh, okay. on the trailer. Okay. What about you, Nelson? What do you think about this? Um, just to piggyback off what Cole said, I only, I only played the game, you know, a long time ago, but I haven't played it that, that long. So, um, I know a little bit about it, not too much. I've seen a couple of the, uh, I've seen one of the Spider-Man Tom Holland. So, um, just looking at the trailer, there's some parts that do remind me of him being Spider-Man, but I think, uh, I think he's a good enough actor that he can actually, disassociate himself from spider-man i think he has the talent to do it uh there's again there's some parts in there where he does look like spider-man but there's some parts in that he doesn't so uh i think he can uh and if he does i think this will uh, i think he'll do this franchise if it becomes franchise uh very well i think oh very nice very nice yeah i think i have to agree with both of you um i didn't see him as tom holland like, sorry, as, um, as Spider-Man. He, of course, he's Tom Holland. But I didn't see him as Spider-Man. Um, I, I've i played the games. I've played all three games. I've been all three games. It's been a while since I've been the, the Uncharted games. Don't get me wrong. But I do remember playing them. And I'm actually very surprised. I'm very surprised. Um, so um, I, think, I think this is going to be a good movie. I believe if this takes off and there is a second movie that's greenlit i think we'll be okay when it comes to um um, like gaming movies or video game movies uh becoming um an actual thing because i personally really liked the world of warcraft movie i actually i I really liked it a lot i was very disappointed Mm -hmm. that um a sequel was not being made or at least another Warcraft movie of some type, maybe not even related to that, was being made, right? So I really liked the Warcraft one, and I wish that it took off, but I understand why people didn't like it, right? So that's totally fair. Um, yeah, but yeah. I don't, I don't understand why people didn't like it. Yeah, it I loved great. it. I absolutely loved it. It was great. And for, have they confirmed that there is going to be no sequel? Because I heard that it did Gangbusters 
in China. Like it didn't do great domestically, but it did well enough in China to to um, to possibly greenlight uh, a new movie. But I haven't heard anything in a long time, so it's oh, really? entirely possible that it didn't. Okay. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I think when it comes to that, it's like it's the North American audience that they want to focus on, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I I know it made its money back. But it wasn't enough for the North American audience to be like, okay, here's more money yeah. towards the number two, right? But okay. I hope this one does well because let's be honest here, Assassin's Creed was kind of a dump. Oh, it was awful. It was Assassin's Creed was a dump. What else? Um, World of Warcraft apparently failed, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other uh, gaming movies were out there? I guess Doom. Doom. Doom, Doom is good though. Doom. Doom is like a like mm-hmm. a like something that. It's like a what is it? Um, a cult favorite or something like that. There's a small, yeah, it's, like it's small group that loves classic. it. Yeah, yeah, like I really like Doom. Don't get me wrong, I really like Doom. Um, what else There's is there? Also, uh, Coastal, I remember Street Fighter. I love Street Whoa. Fighter, man. No, no, I really. I will. I know where you live. I will physically <laughs> come to your house and fight you. There, the Mortal Kombat a, movies. The Mortal Kombat comes, but this is this Those is a this is a no. This is a Street Fighter the movie slander free zone, my friend. This is a Van Damme slander free zone. <laughs> I remember oh, that movie Guile. actually. I've, I've watched that one. Guile is hey. When you think of uh, pure red-blooded American, the first person everybody thinks of is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's. <laughs> and you know what's funny? You guys talking uh, about this mimics yeah. how the draft went. Mimics yeah. how the draft went. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, when you say when you say like, all American, I'm like, The Rock. <laughs> is that who no, I Jean-Claude. Claude. Jean-Claude. <laughs> no, Jean-Claude, yeah. He's yeah. all American. All American, 100% American. Oh, that's and too his, funny. His crazy Brussels accent. <laughs> Brussels, Brooklyn, eh, same thing. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> B, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, any other things you guys want to bring up about this trailer before we uh, resolve it? I think the last thing, uh, if there's anybody who's concerned about maybe Tom Holland being typecast as sort of Spider-Man, you're looking at that. Just remember that uh, the OG of these uh, SWA- of these uh, franchises, uh, Harrison Ford, did just fine as Indiana Jones after yeah. after being in the Star Wars franchise. So That's I, very I think, true. I think that uh, any fears that anyone might have, I think, should be alleviated with with sort of that comparison at least. Okay. What about you? What about you, Nelson? Anything? No, nope. I, nope, I totally agree with uh, coastal all right perfect so i think this is going to resolve as well you guys agree yep i agreed yep all right perfect all right now the next topic we're going back to magic boys look at that we had a little bit of a break now we're going back to magic so we're going to talk about spoiler season we're going to talk about a little bit about spoiler season now before we say which card that we're all going to be talking about are you guys impressed with the spoiler season so far? Starting off with you, Nozlin. Are you impressed with the spoiler season? Oh, I'm very impressed. Uh, I think I told you guys before that I was hoping this set would sort of be a dud so I wouldn't have to go and purchase the set. And then all of a sudden these spoilers came out. Satoru was the first, I think one of the first, and then that sold me already. And then, like, we need any more um, uh, spoilers to get us uh, to purchase these uh, sets. But no, I am all for it. I'm all in. Very nice. All right. Um, the man who rates everything as a 10, uh, Coastal, what do you think about this uh, spoiler season so far? I'm going to be honest, man. Like, Satoru Umazawa really, really drugged me down in terms of my excitement level. Okay. Because he's, 
when we were talking about the speed of the format, when we we're talking about that power creep, he was everything that we were talking about. Like he's he's a kill on site commander, and the thing is that I can just I can picture our games with somebody running this, like a strong version of this, and it's either going to be that guy is going to get Satoru Umezawa out and he's going to run away with the game, or he's going to have Satoru killed on site every time, or he's going to get knocked out of the game turn three or four, and then they're going to be salty because they're going to have to watch the rest of the game. Well, because the fact of the matter is that that is a strong, strong commander, Mm -hmm. right? So, um, yeah, it just really brought me down. It really brought me down. And I was like, oh man, I don't, I don't know about this set anymore. So, but in terms of my excitement, it's still ten, baby. It's still ten. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I saw the lands. I saw the lands, and I oh. saw the other cards. I, yeah. You know the theme of it all. Come on, man. One one bad card is not going to bring Coast all the way down. Let's go, boys. Let's oh, go. No. I'm okay. still excited. Okay. I'm still super excited about it. Uh, one card, be damned. Just fair warning to any of the any of the guys who we play with, man. You run a Satori Umazawa deck. It's going to be dealt with. The way I think, I think that's one of the strongest commanders to come out in years, and it's it's going to be dealt with that way. So honestly, here's the thing though: like, if it doesn't matter what commander you bring, if it's a very strong commander that's going to change the board state or change the mm-hmm. gameplay of the group, guess what? If it gets dealt with and you get butt hurt, well, that's your fault. You need to realize the fact that if you bring that strong of a commander, expect yeah. to lose. Yeah. Are you really but- going to expect to win? No. Yeah. No, and, and, and fair play, because we do say that to each other all the time. But yeah. at the same time, I don't, you know, especially if we're all getting together, I don't want someone fe- feeling like that, Yeah. right? Yeah. But at the same time, I, I can't let you run away with the game. So Honestly, like, I don't mind if I let you run away with the game once, just so I can see how it works, right? Sure. I'll let you run away with it once, I just want to see how it works. But after yeah. that, once I know how it works, buddy, are you really going to oh, get yeah. that off a second time? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think yeah, so. No, you'll, you'll probably get dealt with, like, you know, three games in a row or something. Yeah, right. absolutely. Hey. Exactly. How's your feather deck doing? Right. Oh, it's, it's, it's doing great. Or, it's gone, right? or just might steal your commander and just use your commander against you. You know, whatever. Yeah, like who, who, who would do that? Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> Which I was okay with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go over. Yeah. Uh, I believe we each picked a card. We're gonna, well, we're gonna talk about the card, and then uh, we'll just uh, do a little bit of a discussion, and then we'll move on. Okay, so let's uh, start off with you, Nelson. Um, what card did you pick that kind of stuck out in your eye during the spoiler season? Well, I went to the modified uh, pre-con deck, Ooh. and I picked out the, I guess you want to say the second commander, if you want to say, Kaima, the Fractured Calm. It's a uh, two and uh, red and a green legendary creature spirit, 3-3. Uh, three, three. Uh, it says, at the beginning of your end step, uh, goad each creature your opponent's control that's enchanted by an aura you control. Put a plus one, plus one counter on Kaima, the Fractured Calm, for each creature goaded this way. Now, to me, that stood out right away, and my thought process of building a deck would be just getting a bunch of cheap auras and just placing them on everyone's creature and then just have them do my dirty work. Oh, okay. That is, that okay. is pretty much my how I look at the deck. I've never seen this alt commander yet. I was actually hoping one of you guys would talk about it during the pre-con commander spoil, and then we never actually brought it up. Yeah, because I knew a, you were going to talk about it here. I knew we were going to talk about it here, so I'm like, I'll Nelson, save it. This is a Nelson commander through and through, yep. and I love this. This is this a good is card. This is a great card. Yeah. No, okay. This has you are written all over it. If you told me one of us has this deck, 
I would absolutely 100% guess it was you. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, okay. Like that, like out of the, the, I guess the four, if you want to say, yeah, this one stood out the most for me. Uh, like I said, like I have a lot of the, I guess, cheap auras that you don't really use. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a mix of, yeah, goading and really Voltron when you think about it. So it's two things that I, uh, two deck, two kind of mechanics that I play yeah, on. That's, that's nice. why I thought that. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. What about Coastal? What about you, man? So I wanted to talk about Leonardo, the, the turtle ninja that they had there, right? But I'm actually going to go with a, a different one. I'm going to go with um, Tamio. Oh. Yeah, Tamio Completed Sage, the Planeswalker. The reason I'm bringing her up is just because of the new uh, completed keyword, which we know that the Phyrexians are back. Because yep. we've seen Jinkataxias get spoiled. But to see some of the... Like, it'll be interesting to see this sort of... Um, sort of mechanic or this ability to uh, this alternate cost like the the new evolved version of Phyrexian mana mm-hmm. that they have I don't know if you have you guys have you guys seen this card yet are you familiar with this yep yep. yeah so yeah that's what I wanted to see not just Tamio Tamio is completed like completed basically means that like they're the perfect form of Phyrexian so like I've seen it I mean my Azuri deck is 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 one like that it's a it's one who's been touched by Phyrexia and then now we got Tamio as well and it just wow that, that's uh that's crazy yeah to be able to pay either life or uh blue or green for one of her mana costs and then if you pay life she comes on with two less uh yeah two less loyalty counters that's that's a pretty cool mechanic i think i like that a lot it'll be interesting to see that space so that's why i picked it is just it's a new sort of quirky sort of alternate way to pay stuff and and you know those are always um there's always potential there with stuff like that. So we'll see We'll see what direction it goes. But that's that's the one I picked out. Oh, that's actually perfect because uh, going off of yours, um, I'm picking the card that you named that wasn't the one you picked. Jin. Leonardo. Yeah, I'm picking yeah, Jin. Nice. I'm picking Jin. Yeah. All right. So the reason why I picked this was because they brought back Phyrexians. I was like, wait. Oh, Jin. Okay, not... Okay. Yeah, the uh, yeah, the uh, yeah. progress tyrant. So I'm like, yeah. wait. What wait? I thought we were what's going on? So I was like, I cannot wait to read the story, man. Like the fact that they're bringing this back, I'm like this is going to be wicked sweet. I want to know the lore that's going to go behind this set because if these guys are back, I want to know what else is coming back, you know? So it's like this card is a 5 blue blue legendary creature Phyrexian Praetor. Um whenever you cast an instant Whenever you cast an artifact, instant, or sorcery spell, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy of this ability. Um, for the, for You may choose new targets for the copy. This ability, there we go, triggers only once each turn. I don't like that line. I hated that line when it came out I in the Dungeons and Dragons. I don't like it. I really don't. I, I, I want to do this line. as much as I can, man. Like, come on yeah. now. Don't handcuff, brother. And then uh, the second part is whenever an opponent casts an artifact, instant, or sorcery spell, counter that spell. This ability, the one I hate the most, only triggers only once per turn. Turns. Bullshit. But yeah. overall, though, this is a really good card. Really good card. This gives you a lot of bang for your buck for all of your instant sorceries and artifacts. So you can essentially double up on a bunch of stuff. You can double up on a bunch of stuff. So if you got some burn, you got some situational stuff, um, some counter spells, whatever, you can double up on a lot of situational spells on this one. Um, and the fact that once per turn you can counter something, so you can hold something over someone's head, you know, and be like, okay, cool, because it's not the first card, it's 
whenever an opponent casts one of these three things, you can counter it. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. So let's play some games here, boys. Let's uh, let's do some diplomacy. Do you want your thing on the board? Really? Okay, what are you going to do for me? Okay, yeah, you're not going to attack me? You're, you're going to attack him instead? Thank you. Okay, I'll let it resolve. You know? So I like that. I like how it's like bait on a stick, but not really. But mm-hmm. I can bait you with the stick or I can hit you with the stick. One or the other. You know? So it's, I love this card. Uh, the art is beautiful. I would love to see a full Gorgeous. art version. Full art version? Mm-hmm. Please. That'd be amazing. Um, not to mention, um, I'm assuming it's a he, but he's holding a samurai helmet in his claws. That's like, oh, oh, that's like a Hamlet moment right there. Mm-hmm. That's just beautiful. That's just, that's art. Literally, it's awesome. So that is my pick. Um, I cannot wait to see the combos that people come out with this because I guarantee you all of the valid commanders from this set, there's going to be a huge list of combos and brokenness and just craziness coming out. So I cannot wait to see those. And I can't, uh, those cards that are listed in any of these combos that are going to be coming up, they're going to skyrocket. And that's when mm. I'm going to sell them. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to sell them. But yeah, well. no, that's my card. Um, so I think all three cards that we've picked are actually really good cards. I cannot wait uh, to see them on the board. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to play mine as a commander, though. If I ever get it, I don't know if I'm going to play it. I might play it with the 99. I think it's stronger than 99. I think yeah. all of the Praetors are like that. And yeah, speaking of the story, I mean... We've seen the Jinkataxis is here. We've seen the Tezzeret is here. Yep. How far away are Shieldred? How far away is Elishnorn? How yep. far away are the rest of the Praetors? So, so we'll see what's going to happen. Yep. Um, because let's let's be real here. If that, if best comes to best and we see all the Praetors coming to Neon Dynasty, boy. Look out. Boy. Oh, it's going to be a yeah. good story. That's going to be one good story. And one good story that I would actually buy the audiobook for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cannot wait. If it comes out in a book, sweet. If not, if it's, I believe you send an article for those online just, things, right? Okay, I'm going to read like that. Some of the, the novellas that they've got okay. going online that you can read yeah. sort of the backstory. I think that's what they're limiting it to, unfortunately. Uh, well, whatever. Be nice, uh, it would be nice to see some novels. I do have some of the older Kamigawa ones. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Well, I cannot wait to read those uh, those online uh, novellas. So that's going to be wicked sweet. Okay, so out of you guys, does this resolve? This resolves for me. Oh, okay. Cannot wait to do a full review on the spoiler season. That's going to be it's, fun, boys. Wait, is Jinkataxis on the board right now? Because it can't resolve if uh, if it is. Technically, it always gets countered. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good point, actually. Hey, wait, can he counter himself? No, he can't counter himself. But That'd be wicked, though, if he could. Yeah. <laughs> Just a, an ongoing loop, counter himself. Yeah. He goes onto the field, makes a copy, counters himself well, over and over we and know over. That's, we know that's what, how they're going to break it, right? Is that yeah. using blinks. Yeah. So. And then you get uh, death triggers of some sort. You can kill people with that shit. Oh, that's going to be wicked sweet. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, next topic. This kind of hit me in the gut. This topic mm-hmm. kind of hit me in the gut. Um, unfortunately, the cast of... Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, that's going to be their final appearance as the great group of... Uh, in the MCU. Yep. Yeah, in the <laughs> MCU. Um, I'm kind of very sad about that. Um, I like the group. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my favorite movies. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. It's... it's. I want to know why. Like, I, I, 
I don't know if if it said the reasons why, uh, but this is a very sad um, news statement. Um, I hope this one's not true. Um, if it is, damn. Um, mm-hmm. If it's not, sweet. But what do you guys think about this? Um, is this going to affect the MCU in the long run? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Um, Coastal, I'll start off with you, man. So I think they were setting up, uh, at least at the end of, uh, of Guardians 2, of a, a new group a new uh, Guardians group sort of coming in to replace the ones that are here. I think, uh, well, on the first, I mean, never say never for everything, right? For, I mean, there at some point, uh, there's going to be a bag big enough that you, can, that you can offer that'll get them back. But I think that a lot of, uh, with James Gunn originally getting fired during the filming of uh, Guardians 3, with all of them sort of having other projects, not not one of the people of the original five, not one of them is hurting for work. They're all very much in demand, so they don't they don't need uh, they don't need that uh, that Marvel money necessarily. <clears throat> James Gunn is already on to Suicide Squad, and Peacemaker is making gangbusters work. Like they uh, right now, I had read somewhere that it's already the most popular. It's currently the most popular streaming series on on uh, on the sites right now. On all the sites. For, yeah, which for a non-Netflix show is insane. A non-Disney Plus show is insane, right? The fact that it's on HBO Max is already giving it a handicap, right? But I think, and it, mm-hmm. I, you know what? I don't have follow a lot of them on social, but I do know that uh, Dave Batista has uh, has uh, repeatedly sort of voiced his displeasure with the way the whole James Gunn thing sort of uh, went down. Uh, so he's kind of... And he's always been a guy who's like, you know what? If, if this isn't working out uh, the way I like, I have no problem taking my ball and going home. He's done that with a couple of things, man. So, uh, so yeah. the Filipino God has no patience for uh, for any any nonsense. Yep. So he's 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 ready to move on, I think, uh, to to bigger and better things. So, you know what? I I really thoroughly enjoyed the first two with them. I'm gonna enjoy the third. And if that's the end, hey, you know what? Sometimes it's not a bad thing to have an ending, a definitive ending for, for a group to see them move on to, to something different. Yeah, it's also good to end on a high note. Let's yeah. be real here. That movie is going to be a yeah. high note. It's going to be a very much high note. They know yeah. that there's nothing happening after for them, so they're going to give it their all. Yeah, I'd rather see them yeah. leave when I kind of want one more movie than to see them trot out, you know, Guardians 5 and have it be like the next Karate Kid where it's like, yeah. I guess I should have ended two movies ago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Good point. Good point. All right, Nelson, what about you? What do you think about this news? Um, what do you think is going to happen to the MCU after? Uh, well, when I first saw the article, I thought right away, did uh, Peacemaker take a lot of, is Peacemaker going to be taking a lot of his time? And I think that's, I'm thinking maybe that's one of the main reasons. Uh, and like we'll say, you know, that uh, the whole firing, I guess, in filming Guardians 3, I think you said, that mm-hmm. happened and... And to me, I'm thinking, I don't want to say they weren't a big group in the MCU, but I think, um, I don't know, I, I, I enjoyed the first two. I really enjoyed the first two. And like I said, you know, maybe it's, you know, it, it's, maybe it's good to end on a third movie when you when you're you know want another one instead of dragging out a, a you know another movie when they should have ended it a while ago um like you said too I, I don't think they're gonna be hurting for work but i think primarily i think peacemaker 
might be taking a lot of his time and maybe that might have been the deciding factor for him and that might have maybe helped everyone else's decision to sort of okay well, maybe this is the end for us again I, I don't know if that's true uh i've only you know i've seen a few articles uh that said this is it i uh, haven't fa- i haven't seen any articles that have given us the reason why they are uh ending it so like you said i hope it's not true but if it is you know what it was this was actually the first Guardians was in my top five MCU. Like it was really good. So if they're if they're gonna go out, go out with a bang. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I have to agree with both of you. I think that they are gonna do this movie justice. Um they they should end it on a high, like instead of dragging it out to like Guardians five, six, and it should have just ended a while ago. I do a hundred percent agree with that. Um also with what you said, Coastal Sometimes a big bag on your table can change your mind. Yeah. Let's be honest here. Um, sometimes a big enough bag can change your mind. Right? And let's say, I really hope that the relationship between Gunn and Disney improve and they want Gunn to do a four and five back to back. And they give him a bag and they tell him, go to the actors, place this okay. bag in front of them as well. And get them on board. I, yeah, think, I think he's going to do that. We'll see. I yeah. mean, I think I think Batista won't. I I don't. I think him especially won't uh, won't do a movie. Won't do another Guardians unless it's Gun helming it. Yeah. Um, the thing is, that bag ha- that has got to be really big, man, because uh, it's not just Peacemaker, but Suicide Squad did well too. His yes. version. Yeah. So. Yeah. DC's gonna want to keep him. DC's want to keep want to gonna want to keep yeah. James Gunn. And I've heard yeah. nothing but good things with the relationship between Gunn and DC too. Like there were no mm-hmm. like stressing on whatever. They literally gave him the ball and said, "Go dunk it." Yeah. They literally and, told and, him, "Just go." And DC needs a guy like Gunn more than Marvel does because they Marvel does have a couple guys like that. Gunn is the first guy to make a movie that has been really good for DC that doesn't take superheroes so seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah i I personally don't know if uh, if we see Gunn doing another Marvel movie. I think he's. I, I think if he wants to get his fix on doing sort of the the fun superhero flicks, DC's DC's ready to give him the money he's looking for. Mm-hmm. I think it might be right. So. I think it might be right. But hey, at this point, it's there's no shortage of work for Gunn. Let's be honest None. here. There's, None. he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's he's knocking it out of the park one after the other. Yeah. So I, I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good. All right. So are we good with this one? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, right? Yeah. 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 Good as well. Okay. Okay. So, moving on. This one. When I saw this one, this got me really excited. Really excited. Um, first off i'm a sony guy i've been a playstation guy my whole life i owned the first xbox and i was to play halo and ddr like ddr with the mats like that's that's how that's how old school it was so when this video this trailer got shared in our group i clicked on it instantly instantly not because i picked him for a draft spoiler okay (laughs) and not because i'm gonna win with him in our draft spoiler but this man, this man looks damn good in green, and he looks even better live action. This is the Halo TV series trailer. This looks wicked sweet. First off, 
if you haven't seen the trailer, pause this, watch the damn trailer, and come back. Okay, that's the first thing you got to do. Secondly, they showed off the covenant. They showed off actual action. The Spartans, they showed off so much shit. I was like, none of the story was spoiled. It was just awesome shots. It was. I loved it. I actually loved it. It was. It was. So, there was so many Easter eggs in it. I cannot wait to watch all the Easter egg YouTube videos that are going to be coming out because there's going to be a million of them. But what did you guys think, uh, Nalzan? Let's start off with you. First off, have you played the Halo games? Secondly, what was your opinion on this trailer? Uh, I have. Well, I played a little bit of the Halo games like, way, way back. Um, I was more of a Nintendo Sony guy, so Xbox wasn't really my thing. But, uh, you know, some of my friends had it, so we played it, and it was all right. But when I saw the trailer, I thought, wow, like, I think this is going to be one of those where I think they can actually port the game into the, into a TV series really well. Oh, yeah. I think, I think from what you described and from what I've seen, I think uh, it's going to be a very good series. I see it starting off really strong, and I don't see it letting up anytime soon. Okay, okay. Coastal, what are your thoughts? And baby, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the first, as soon as I saw that trailer, the first thing I did was, how do you get Paramount Plus on Canada? Yeah. Because how do you? This, I have no, well, I might have to get a VPN. I, I uh, normally yeah. like to pay for the things that I watch now that there's uh, the ability to, because I'd always said when I was younger, when I was pirating the shit out of everything, when I was a regular on Pirate Bay, when I was having MTS call me and say, hey man, you're downloading too much stuff. <laughs> I said, if there was ever a time, I said, I was downloading stuff because you are making it unaffordable. If there's ever a time I have the means and there's a reasonable price, I'll do it. And now I have that. So I kind of want to make sure I don't turn 21 year old me into a goddamn liar. So <laughs> I like paying for everything when I can, uh, when it's reasonable. So I want to try to find that. Um, man, the story of John 117, he's there. I mean, they, showed, they showed so many things. They showed Dr. Dr. Catherine Halsey was there. Yep. Like, that's the, that's the, the she's a villain. Like, I, she's a bad person. She's, she might be the head of the UNSC, but like the Spartan Project, I don't know if how familiar you guys are with it. Like, what builds and what creates yep. the super soldier. It's, it's not it's the best thing. Awful. Yep. Oh, it's a, it's a morally awful thing yep. to be doing. Right? So... To show that they're, you know, like most of them don't remember this or they've been brainwashed so bad that they don't realize how awful this is. But to see Bokeem Woodbine there and to be like, yes, it's sort of hint and go, hey, this is what they did to us was kind of messed up. Like, that's going to be awesome to see that develop. And that's not even talking about, like you said, we saw the Covenant. We saw we saw the Energy Sword. We saw Cortana. We saw, oh, man, this is, we saw the Warthog. Yeah. Right? Right? Honestly, more like, the coolest thing, like though, the co- coolest thing, though, was like, they didn't just do like a blurry action shot of him fighting the Covenant. You saw up close face detail. That's what yeah. I appreciate. I'm like, show off the CGs. Show off all that good stuff. Come on, give it to... And they gave it to us. And I'm you like, saw the oh. real size size difference. Like Master Chief is a, is a giant of a human and you saw how <clears throat> small he was. So, man, it's... I, like you said, you're a Sony guy. Uh, Caramel, Noslin, you're a Nintendo guy. 
I have said this from the start. Every time video games come up, I am a tried and true bleed black and green Xbox guy. Like every generation of Xbox has been in my home. I have three of them behind me right now, which is dumb. But, yeah. You know, I do. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's I, actually awesome. I have all of the Halo games. As as bad as I am, and I've said this, I'm laughably bad at first-person shooters, but I have finished Halo 1, 2, and 3. That is how much fun I've had with these games. It's, I mean, I've been carried to the win for some of them by my, by my <laughs> friends, but I've still finished them. So, yeah, I've, you know, like, there, there is whatever, if on a scale of 1 to 10, what's higher than 10? That's where I am at with this, with this TV series. Let's be honest here. For Sony people, okay, no, let me rephrase that. For non-Xbox fans, like fanboys of Sony and Nintendo and whatever else, to be freaking out about this trailer, mm-hmm. you know it's a damn good trailer. Yeah, You know it's a damn good trailer. And just wait for the show to come out. Oh, man. It's going to be so good. One thing I cannot wait is to see all, f- all four of the Spartans just going yeah. and just doing what they do best i cannot wait for that they haven't given any of the names that of the other spartans i don't think or at least they didn't when i when i was watching the trailer mm-hmm. i really really hope because i did read the fall of reach mm-hmm. so i'm yeah. really hoping that that is like that's his original team that'd be wicked sweet if it was oh man oh. Like I, i'm super excited to see like i said how do you find paramount plus on canada in canada yeah. because yeah i can't wait yeah and when we do find out um we'll share it of course we'll share it because trust me i want to be able to watch this on day one if oh, yeah if it comes out once a week that's fine with me but i want to watch I it on so. day one i want to be there yeah. i honestly i also don't mind like a two episode three episode premiere too because then it gives me time to like settle in and i like that pace the pacemaker pacemaker did that they put yeah they debuted with the first three episodes and then they go weekly after yeah that. i like that it's I like i think that's the right way to yeah, go because you get the taste of the first episode and then you get your back scratched a little bit more and then you're and then it cuts off you're like i want more yeah. i want yeah. more this is that's i think that's a great w- way to do it as well um so final thoughts on this halo trailer and then we'll go to our watch list uh Nelson, final thoughts where can I find Paramount on Canada? That's like Coastal said. I want to find out where you can. I'm sure there, there are other places you can probably find it, but yeah, we'll see. Okay, okay. No, I am. I'm really hyped up for it. I'm really hyped up for it. Awesome, Coastal. What about you, bud? On a scale of one to ten, I'm a John one seventeen baby. Let's go. I am pumped. I'm <laughs> so pumped for this. So uh, that's let's hilarious. find out. And I'm telling you right now, if if it if it comes anywhere near matching that hype, um. I'm dragging one of you guys out to to and grabbing your roadcaster. We're we're doing we're doing a weekly show on this. I'm down for that. On this series. I'm down for that. Um I believe this series comes out in March. Yes. Oh, okay. It comes right. out in let's, March. Let's, let's put that let's put that on the roadmap then. Yeah, so it's coming up. I actually wouldn't mind watching the first if it's first three episodes or one episode, I wouldn't mind watching it together and then yeah. doing an episode review right after it. Just right in person, just hit record and just go right after the episode. So we get the raw motion. The raw feels, the raw review. So I'm actually down for that. Let me know if you guys are down too. Um, if I have to buy Paramount Plus and I share the account with you guys through the uh, Unhinged Vibes email, I definitely will. Uh, but we we got to watch this as a group because this is going to be this is going to be good. This is going to be a good show. I think so yeah, for I'm sure. All, in. all right. So that one 
very much resolves because we want it to resolve and time fly by so we can actually watch the show. Uh, yeah. But speaking of watching shows, um, what is on our watch list for the past week? Um, let's start off with me. Um, my watch list for the past week was catching up with Peacemaker. So I'm caught up with Peacemaker. I'm uh, caught up with the book of uh, Boba Fett or the book of the Mandalorian. Let's be honest mm-hmm. here. That that episode is all about Mando and uh, its oh, yeah. gloriness. Okay? Spoilers. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you don't know that by now, it's like it's four or five days after the fact. So you might as well know by now. Episode um, title is Return of the Mandalorian. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. the has. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, and I, I don't know what's wrong with you, son. Um, other than that, um, I've been binge watching a bunch of Tau stuff because the new Tau Codex came out. So I've been learning how to play Tau, how to do my deck list or not my deck list, do my uh, army list, whatever else. And um, just, just hanging out, man. What about you guys? Um, Coastal, what about you? Uh, what's on your watch list? So the one thing I have started, I mean, uh, I was, uh, as, as you did, I'm catching up on Peacemaker. Uh, I also watched Book of Boba Fett uh, Episode five. I know one thing that we did with last episode, stack, stack episode, we kind of went a little longer than we intend to with these, with these episodes. <laughs> and I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that we had so much to talk about when it came to the Book of Boba Fett and yep. Peacemaker. So I think we're going to break those two off and sort of have separate, dedicated episodes where we review those those shows, just because we do have the the level of passion for them that that we yeah. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I've been getting on is I was watching a lot of clips of um, on YouTube before of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. It's a really funny show, but I've never actually watched the show itself. So I've been watching from the beginning on, and man, yeah, there are no worse people than than those guys. Like <laughs> Dennis and Sweet D are awful, awful people. So um, yeah, it's been really funny. Uh, it, it, it's a real quick watch, and it's just yeah. It, I've been watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. So that's that. That's been my. Uh, my watch when there's nothing else that I, that, that I want to throw on there. So, and then, yeah, this past Saturday, uh, like I said, I'm a closet wrestling fan. So I watched a little bit of Royal rumble as well. So, Oh, I heard the, uh, the women's really outshine, uh, the guys rumble. From yeah, they were I both, heard. they were both fine. They were okay. both fine. Like the thing is, I don't like talking about wrestling on our podcast and stuff because wrestling fans are insane. And I have, <laughs> I have a very much a, the non-popular or at least the non non-popular, uh, opinion on wrestling in terms of uh, what the internet says so i definitely like to step away from that because yeah they're they're nuts they're nuts and this is coming from a guy who plays magic the gathering and plays warhammer so when i say that that fan base is insane you know i'm going somewhere <laughs> oh, like, oh, damn. crazy oh so damn. i have zero interest in being involved with that <laughs> <laughs> okay okay uh Nelson, what about you man what are you watching uh just caught up on the uh, book of boba fett uh, I'm actually watching some old uh, X-Men uh, cartoons from 92. Nice. Uh, just watching those over. Um, actually watched some old anime, watched Giver. Um, to me, it was it, it's a great uh, anime. Uh, and actually just watching some old 24. Nice. Just watch some, just oh. watch some old shows. Nice. Uh, just, you know, to pass by the time. But uh, yeah, no, Book of Boba Fett was the highlight of my uh, of my watch list. And it was really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and uh, we'll get into uh, some Book of Boba sometime in another episode. But damn, that was a good, yes. good episode, good episode five. Let's mm-hmm. be real here. Let's be real. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, any last uh, thoughts before we uh, close this one off, boys? Coastal. No, just um, 
yeah, like, getting excited for Neon Dynasty, getting excited for Book of Boba Fett, Peacemaker, Halo. There's a lot of things on that nerd schedule that have gotten me really pumped. A lot of things on my wallet are looking at and going, oh, this is a bad idea for you to be excited about this. But yeah, man, let's go. 2022 is off to a very good yeah. start, well, at least in the nerd culture. So. You got it. You got it. Nelson, what about you? Any last words? Uh, no, just excited about Neon Dynasty. Uh, excited about to hear what our viewers think about our uh, hero draft coming up. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want to tell everybody, you know, stay safe. Or, you know, let's get through this. You know, all the uh, people I work with, you know, hang in there. All right. All right. I love that. I love that. All right. Okay, everyone. Thank you for listening in on today's episode of the Stack Your Weekly News with the boys from the Unhinged Vibes podcast. Now, you can find me at Caramel Thunder, Caramel with two L's. Coastal, where can people find you? You can find me at Coast Dynasty. That is C-O-A-S-T-D-Y Nasty. All right. And what about you, Noslin? Uh, you can find my Instagram at Noslin69ers. That's my name backwards, 69ERS. Perfect. If you're listening to us on YouTube, please make sure you like the video, you subscribe, and please leave a comment. We will read all the comments and reply to all of them. That helps us as the channel grow and reach new people. If you're listening to us on any of the podcast providers, please make sure you give us a follow. Um, that help us as well in the long run. Other than that, folks, you can head to our website to check out our deck list. I'm also going to be changing it to add our army list for Warhammer as well. But other than that, folks, thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next time on this stack. Have a good one and stay safe.